Footy Panel shows would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. The big picture people, the experts in smart home cinema. Yamaha, professional commercial audio. Bar Bridges Australia, cooling the beers of a nation. The Stubby Club, the original Stubby Holder Dispenser. Hamperwell, the gift specialist. Buffalo Sports, a brand name in sports since 1972. The Framing Queen, quality affordable framing. Broker Rocher, helping you make an impression. What an audience. Uh, welcome along. Welcome along to the Mulgrave Country Club. Welcome along to That's Good for Footy. Welcome along to Collingwood Night. Collingwood Premiers. Wow, 2023. Love it. Um, the only live and interactive family-friendly footy panel show. This is where the fans meet the players and the players meet the fans. The shows are for the passionate supporters, and I'm guessing, without too much hesitation, that's a lot of you. Um, so, without too much hesitation, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's kick it in. Collingwood Show, October the 5th, 2023. Please welcome to the show our first panellist. He was born on the 2nd of October, which means it was his birthday three days ago, okay? Um, he was born on the 2nd of October, 1993. He's played a total of 226 games, two, 214 of those consecutive. Huh? Unbelievable. And he's kicked a total of 73 goals. He made his AFL debut back in 2012. When he plays for the Collingwood Football Club, he wears a premiership medallion around his neck and the number 25 on his back. Could you please welcome to the stage, Jack Crisp. Don't worry about that. His smile is from ear to ear. What a wonderful, wonderful welcome. Thank you to everyone for getting up and doing that. How does that feel when you walk out to that moment? I mean, you've probably been doing it even when you go down to the post office at the moment they do that, you know? Yeah, I've been avoiding the post office and all the <laughs> places. Um, nah, but it's such an amazing feeling, obviously. Um, I think seeing the crowd Saturday night at the AIA Centre and then, and then again Sunday morning when there was about 20,000, 30,000 people there were just... Everyone singing along like you guys were. It was bloody fantastic. So thank you for putting on a show for us tonight. Well, there you go. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Wouldn't be a show without him, would it? All right, please welcome to the show our second panellist, because it wouldn't be a show without him either. He was born on the 4th of February. Oh, hang on, before I... Happy birthday. Happy birthday. How rude of me. Yeah, that was rude. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Three yeah. days ago. Uh, Monday. Yeah. Turn, turn 30, so getting old. Talk about old. talk about a way to celebrate Mad Monday. Yeah, it was a big Throw day. A birthday into it. <laughs> yeah. That's brilliant, mate. I hadn't had a good birthday like that for a while. Yeah. It was nice. <laughs> I'm sure you remember that one for the rest of your life. Uh, getting back to it, he was born on the 4th of February in 1993. He's played a total of 126 games and he's kicked... 212 goals. He made his AFL debut back in 2018. When he plays for the Collingwood Football Club, he also wears a premiership medallion around his neck and the number 41 on his back. Please welcome to the stage, Brody Majek. <laughs> Well done. Thank you. Fantastic. 
I know I just spoke with Jack about it. I know down at the HIA it was wonderful. You, you see all the fans. It's, it's not quite as intimate as this. I mean, you've got 30,000 people, I don't know, thereabouts. Um, but when you come out to this and you get that rapturous applause, applause you know this intimate setting. It's, it's, it's electric, isn't it? Yeah, it means a lot. Um, yeah, it means a lot to so many people. And, um, yeah, the... The cheers just come from everywhere. If you're out in public as well, you get people yelling at you. So it's <laughs> throwing always, money at you. <laughs> it's always interesting, and uh, yeah, you never you never get sick of it. That's brilliant. Um, can we see the medallion again, just for everybody in the room? How good is that? And uh, what happened? What happened? Where's yours? Ah, no, 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 no. Mine's, mine's at home in my room. Yes. I had to take Lila to swimming lessons before I came here, so I was, had to give it a rest. My shoulders are a bit sore. Yeah. It's, it's a bit heavy. Yeah, most of the boys haven't taken it off, and it's, it's got a bit of weight to it, and then once you take it off, it's still, because we've had it on for like three days straight, it still feels like something's yeah. wrapped around your neck, so... You're seeing the uh, motion? Get the violin yeah. out. That was... It's a hard life. It is hard. Mate, it hard. That oh. is sensational. I haven't I mean, had any treatment this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you might uh, end up in the same uh, hospital with Coxie and uh, see how you go there. That'd be interesting. Um, we're going to talk about it. We're going to get into the, uh, everything that's happened, everything that's transpired in, in, in uh, well, I suppose, really the last two years leading up and what culminated in uh, the win uh, on the weekend. I just wanted to start with one word springs to mind when I think of Collingwood Football Club. Solidarity. You look up the word, definition, solidarity is an awareness of shared interests, objectives, standards and sympathies, creating a, a psychological sense of unity within a group of individuals or classes. Source, Encyclopedia Britannica. There you go. <laughs> solidarity. My definition, solidarity. I lost you as soon as you said That's solidarity. That's all right. Yeah. Just focus on solidarity. My definition, solidarity, support and mateship, a true belief in each other, a true belief in the systems. It's more about role playing, not just in the game, but the plan. The plan that's more evident in the little things, like a spoil, a tackle, a smother, a shepherd, applying pressure. You all get around each other, you congratulate each other and you support one another. There's only so much that the coaching staff can do and only so much that training can deliver. The rest is up to the individual, but as a collective there is buy-in and within this group there is a real sense of all that, a real solidarity. Your take on that? All the above. All of the above. <laughs> so I kind of zoned out where he was going for a while there. Yeah, I know, I tried well, to ramble. You know, hit the nail on the head, we just look after each other, support each other, um, allow everyone to play their role and play to their strengths, whether it's a, the players on the field or the coaches or the staff. Anyone involved with the football club, everyone's got a job to do, everyone's got a role to play, um, and everyone helps each other out in those jobs and roles to, yep. to do it the best that they can. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, and then I'd, it comes out at the end of game day when we perform and we've done all the work and preparation throughout yep. the week, um, and we get the results. I'm not trying to be facetious, I'm actually just suggesting that what I noticed all year is that you get around each other regardless of what the attempt of whatever it is that's going on, um, whether it is a spoiler or a tackle or a smother. You guys have all formed something that everyone tries or aspires to achieve, and that's a bond. A bond shared through success. There will be 10-year and 20-year reunions. Not to suggest you're not already doing them. Um, this will be carried with you for the rest of your life. Uh, and to that again, I say congratulations on achieving your dream. Well done, guys. Seriously. <laughs> Footy has been said it's just a, uh, a mental, it is, is much mental as it is physical. The focus is getting your body right, but let's talk about your mindset. What do you do to get your mind right for a big occasion like a grand final? Uh, it just, uh, just prepare as if it's a normal game. It's, it's obviously really hard to, especially with the, the parade the day before, you're already feeling nervous going into that, but... Um, Felt, felt pretty calm before the game. Uh, we we're all excited and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's just to keep things as normal as possible. Okay. Even the occasion, we always say we, we play the moments, not the, the occasion. So, or, but yeah, play the, the game, not the mm. occasion. So um, I think everyone did that well and uh, it even showed in the, the last chord where things got a bit um, exciting yeah, and... Yeah. Um, 
it was what team was going to break first and we, we held our nerve and, um, yeah, it, it ended up going our way. Absolutely. Um, there are so many people behind the scenes, fitness staff, medical staff, st uh, dietitians, uh, line coaches. It all makes... Um, it takes all this and more. How important are all these things for your personal development? Just let the people here understand. You've got all those things going on behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, depending on who you are, I guess you'd probably have more to play out with different people. Like a lot of the younger kids um, have a lot more to do with the dietitians and um, to understand how to you know, fuel their body properly, whereas older fellas like Checkers and myself, we know what works for us in our preparation for training and game day. Um, so we stick with what we know. But um, yeah, our, our dietitian and fitness staff obviously planned ahead knowing it was going to be 29 or 30 degrees Friday, Saturday. So they gave us information and jump in our club sauna a couple extra times throughout the week. They gave us a hot, couple of hydration packs as well to make sure you were doing that a few days out so your body was at its optimum so you could you know, run around as much as you can without cramping or running out of juice. Um, and then you know, we had a, our psychologist, we had a couple of catch-ups throughout the week as well just to make sure, checking in with everybody to make sure your mind's not going where it doesn't need to or you know, if you do catch yourself dreaming and wondering about what's going to happen, you can bring yourself back and you're not stressing yourself out where you can't sleep at night. Because that happens to a lot of blokes as well. So whether you need extra meditation or just extra quiet time or just figure out how you can shut yourself off to make sure you are getting that mental rest as yep. well as physical. Um, so, yeah, everyone played their little role in there. Um, and yeah, it paid off. Everyone yeah. did such a great job game day and just performed admirably. Admirable, however you say that word. <laughs> <laughs> that word. Yep. That word. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Everyone, everyone did really well. <laughs> Very nice. Um, grand finals are... Grand finals are all about crunch moments and momentum. Was there any point in the game where you thought that was a crunch moment or a momentum swing? Yeah, uh, I'd have, so there was a momentum swing for them when Charlie Cameron kicked that goal to put them, them in front. front. And uh, I think our response to that was the Jordan Degoe goal. And once that happened, it, it's just how quickly we can turn from being, going from behind to getting in front. And I think that changed a lot for us. And we got to where we wanted to be, that, that in front moment, five minutes left where we can seal the game. And then, yeah, Steele's kick from 55 was amazing. And um, I was hoping we'd just stay Maybe, 10 yeah. points in front, but it wasn't to be. But... Um, yeah, I'd say those sort of moments in the in that last quarter, yeah, uh, yeah really sealed it for us. And um, yeah, that, that that's what I remember remember vaguely from the from the game. Yeah. I I wanted to just go through. I thought there were probably three crunch moments. Um, there were three of the best outside fifty goals in crunch moments in a grand final. You'll see. Uh, they came from Crisp, side bottom, and Degoe. Um And even better, they were in red time. power to you. Um, the, the reason I wanted to harp on that and talk about it is because those goals in crunch time, in red time, it gives you momentum. Wow, what a grand final. Um, when I talk about those particular goals, you talk it's still 33, 34 years of age, um, four quarters of, a, of an AFL grand final. Um, he's done all the conditioning, all the training, and he bangs it from outside, what was it, 80, 85? Something like that. Um, it, phenomenal. Uh, Jack, your goal, equally as brilliant. Jordan is equally as brilliant. Collingwood's never say die attitude was what got you guys across the line. But they were crunch moments, I thought. What, what, what would be your take on that? Yeah, Being I that think, you were involved in one of them. Well, yeah, it's just the confidence to know that we've put in all the work that you need to to do something like that. Um, for me, my first goal, um, I thought, when I was lining up, I was like, oh, this is a bit more of a tight angle, maybe a bit further out than the, when I'm, we played Melbourne, but I was like, I can do this. So I'm, I was never second-guessing myself. Um, and then the second one at half-time as well, it's just the same thing. You just you know you've got it in you, the ability. Um, Geordie had one goal... Quarter time thrown as well, again from outside 50 as well, set shot, I think. Um, the, the day probably helped as well, it was such a beautiful day, not much wind, the ball just straight, doesn't matter where you kicked it. Um, yeah, same as Steele. A lot of people say he hasn't kicked that far in his life, but uh, <laughs> he, he made that moment count, that's for sure, and um, yeah, couldn't be happier. Absolutely. 
Uh, when she, uh, this is what I want to allude to. When Charlie got the lines in front, that was an act of pure desperation, and yet the never-say-die attitude of the pies never relented, which makes the taste and the, and the smell of victory also sweet. Well done, I say. Um, talk about the Collingwood Football Club um, and how you game plan and your systems. The surge mentality of the Pies was all about pushing the ball forward by uh, at whatever means. Kicking it off the deck, punching it forward, handballing, forward pressure, creating opportunity and momentum. It has been your brand and style all year, but it really came to force on Saturday. Is that something that, you, that as a playing group and also what was instilled from you from the coach, that you just went out and that was, by all means, that's what we're doing. We're just getting the ball forward by whatever, at whatever cost. Yeah, well, we, um, yeah, we always are ready for the, we call it redirects, so everyone's ready to come forward if the ball is surged forward. And we know with the way Brisbane play, they're a very squeeze-heavy team, so we wanted to bypass any numbers that wanted to push us so the the tap forwards the kicks forwards were the things that would get past them and then we'd attack from that so it was a bit on how Brisbane played as well and that's what they did to beat us in round four uh, at the Gabba and also at um, Marvel yeah. in the the later part of the season so we knew that was coming and we knew when we did that on the games we played and previously we scored heavily on them. So um, would have liked to kick more accurately with, with 12 goals, 18. And, yeah. and we felt we're in control at, at, and, yeah, that the, our game style suited the day and the, the, occasion. the occasion. And, um, yeah... I hear you. Three years ago, it didn't look like this was going to be the journey that you're all on now. Then Fly comes in, there's buy-in from the playing group, and here we are, Premiers 2023. Unbelievable. Sensational. Have you both watched the game at all? Yeah, I actually sat down yesterday. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, it was the first opportunity. I think we had it playing on the background a bit on Mad Monday. But we caught glimpses here and there. <laughs> but um, I probably sat down yesterday to watch it with Michaela. Um, kids are at school and... I had literally nothing else to do except rest, so I wow. <laughs> sat on the couch. It was yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, it was a good game to watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very. It was nice to see the boys' cele celebrations at the end as well. There was a few, few blokes carrying on a fair bit, but it was well-deserved. Yeah, well yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll do it all over again. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it yet. Um, not sure when I will, but, yeah, we had it in the background at the pub, and I think when the five-minute mark hit in the last quarter, everyone sort of stopped doing what they, they were doing and, and watched the game and the amount of acts that happened in that last five minutes were amazing and everyone did their little part mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, we, we, we celebrated pretty, just the same as we did on TV, <laughs> we'll run, run around and <laughs> jump around, so it was a similar reaction. Very nice. Hey, let's talk about sacrifice, the sacrifice you make to follow your dream. It's a journey that everyone close to you has to go on with you your friends, your family, how special is it for you now to share it with them? Yeah, um, it's obviously quite an amazing thing to be able to share with them. Uh, unfortunately, we only get limited tickets, so we can't fit everyone that we would like to on the journey. But um, for me, I've got my main people there, which is mum and dad uh, and Michaela. Uh, lucky she didn't have the baby yet, so she could be there. <laughs> it was quite a stressful week leading up for her. Um, just in case we did have the baby um, a couple of days out and she wouldn't have been able to come. But, mm. yeah, being able to share that with the, her and the girls on the field, especially yeah. straight after the game, was pretty surreal. Wow. Um, Lila had never seen me cry before. Um, and she started crying because I was crying, but then oh, she, yeah. she couldn't stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> so it was pretty cute. But, yeah, it's just amazing. And then um, we've had a few chats with Dad since the weekend and, you know, he's super proud as well. Same as Mickey's old man. And he, her, her family's been Collingwood all their life as well. Wow. So he sent me a very lovely message yesterday about um, he would never have dreamed of being able to go on such a journey like this and experience something like he did on the weekend. Wow. Um, so it means so much to so many people. Yeah, um, yeah the, the people you bring on this journey, they, they feel it all with you, the highs and the lows. For so sure. yeah, it's fantastic to have that have them there. Brilliant, mate. Yeah, the, yeah similar to Jack, the ones closest that, that go to nearly every game are the yeah. ones that... Um, feel it the most just as just as you do so um, I remember after the game uh, 
like my partner come out and we embrace and there was tears and then uh, got told my my brother and a couple of good mates got Sam over there my uh, old workmate okay. that, uh, he was on the boundary line uh, and what it meant to all them and my brother had a few too many beers so he was a bit <laughs> up and about um, but yeah I managed to see everyone that was there on the day in such a limited amount of time. So it was wow. just awesome to go from one person to another to thank them and see what their reactions were. So, um, yeah, and even before the game, the, the overwhelming support from people that you grew up with, yeah. Yeah, my old teachers, old coaches, and, uh, yeah, it's a, a long journey yeah. for every player and yeah. everyone has their own story and there's so many people involved in, in that and it's, yeah, and it means so much to people. How brilliant, mate. Well said. Um, how different is it winning a premiership in 2023 now with, with social media? Are you more cautious about your surroundings when you're out celebrating or is it a, a new way of connecting with the fans? What are your thoughts on it? And I ask this because I just, before you do go on, I ask because even on Man, Mad Monday, videos get out. Um, and uh, it's not as easy to let your hair down nowadays. How do you cope with it, social media and so forth? Are you a frequenter? Are you not on there much or couldn't give a stuff? Uh, it's a really good way to connect with everybody. Yeah. Like, um, yes, for me, I'm, I'm still myself with my family. I would just carry on like a pork chop half the time. <clears throat> Cop a lot of shit at the club sometimes for some of the videos we put up. But yeah. um, Stop scaring everyone. Yeah, well, they, people like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> It's more the dancing ones that are yeah. bit, pretty lanky. <laughs> but, um, no, it's just a fantastic way to connect with everyone. Um, you can see, like, as we spoke about how much it means to everybody, where they can follow your journey and see who you are as a person and yeah. what things mean to you. So, especially Collingwood, mate, the fan base is enormous. So yeah. bringing them along for the, for the ride, and that was one of Fly's biggest themes for the year um, is bring the supporters with us, um, embrace everything that we can do, bring them along and let them enjoy the fun as well. So um, I think everybody's really tipped into that this year um, and boys are still posting stuff about it too. So you'll be able to keep following it for a long time and we'll definitely be milking it. That's but it, um, Yeah, just come along for the ride. That's what it's here for. That's it. I like it. Uh, I think it's, yeah, it's mainly for the fans what we... Do as well, and our media team's the best in the business yeah. at doing inventive stuff that gets fans involved and gets in the inner sanctum of, of us. Yeah. Um, I think there may even be a, a documentary thing of our final series wow. that, that may come out because we had cameras following us. So um, I myself would love to see that because sure. you get to relive some awesome moments yeah. about what happened and. Um, yeah, I think it, it's yeah we all yeah we all embrace the mm. social media side and yeah. it, um, we do, we do be ourselves. It's we're we're allowed to. We're all human as well. So um, yeah, I think that the, our media is supporting us, whereas others might try and bring us down. Yeah. But you you can't bring us down after such an amazing win and no. and what we did so yeah, yeah. absolutely um favorite part of, the, of grand final day and who was involved in it your favorite part of grand final day and who was involved in it well the siren going that was pretty bloody good <laughs> your grand final oh mate oh, God. <laughs> i couldn't talk for three days after yelling so. <laughs> yeah is that like that was a is, fit, it, yeah. is that purely the moment though yeah, I think so in a game like that that yep. we played because yep. uh, you have to literally wait to the final second yeah. until the siren goes before you know that you've won. Wow. Um, and it was such a hard-fought game as well. Okay. So I think the raw emotion of everybody knowing that they just left everything out yeah. on the oval yes. to, to win that flag um, and knowing how much people have put in over their careers, um, whether that be short or long, yeah, it's just you, you, you understood that of yourself and the teammates and the coaches and yeah. everyone who had a role to play. Yeah, all of the same. Yeah, uh, after the game it was just who could you find next to give a hug to and, and celebrate with. And I think we had a, a special moment after ev all the crowds cleared and we went back out on the ground and we sung the song with all the, the staff that was involved throughout the year and... Um, then us players got together and we, we just had a little chat which was very special to everyone involved and Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, it was. It was just so we went through all our journeys and that's that bond was, I speak of. A, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I think Pendle's first thing was said. We're, we're bonded together yeah. now forever. So that's fantastic. All right, take us through the emotion of the week. Tell us about the parade. What was your thoughts on that? Wow, well, it's bloody hot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but again, that was a, an unreal thing to be a part of. Um, Especially, I think, it was since it was the first one back actually in the cars since all, all the COVID. Yep. Um, so that was pretty special. Um, different route from last time in 2018. Um, there was just, I think, I heard on the news about 300,000 people turned out for the whole thing. So, um, yeah, that was pretty cool. Great had the, memory. Yeah, no, it was yep. great. Had the kids on board. Um, I was with Johnny Noble yep. um, doing a bit of a queen, queen wave and yep. wave here and there. And, yep. Kids on board, uh, but by the end of it, we were in there for about an hour, I think it was. Yeah. Um, the kids had enough, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, again, it was yet? cool. There were so many supporters. I think it was, yeah, 95% of it was Collingwood yeah. supporters yeah. as well, so... Um, I think a few of the Brisbane guys are just thinking, what the hell are we doing here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they would have been getting booed and jeered at the whole time. <laughs> Poor guys, but... Yeah. Um, that's yeah, great. That makes us so great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There you go. What about yeah. you, you, uh, your I, memories? Yeah, I could remember you'd hear little chirps from the Brisbane fans and you're like, oh, like you'd, you'd wonder why they'd say it, just support. And then I was like, I'm pretty sure our supporters would be doing ten times worse <laughs> to them. So I didn't feel too bad. Um, but, yeah, where we started, it was sort of maybe th three, four deep. And then when we sort of got round to the MCG sort of park area there, it started to get expand and then, um, yeah, bigger, the support bigger. was amazing. I think Braden Maynard was getting the Collingwood chant happening. Um, and I, I was in there with Will Hosson Elliott and in 2018 we were in the same ute and he had his um, eldest Flynn who was uh, eight weeks old then. Okay. And then, yeah, Flynn was running around in the back and we had his other kid Ivy there. So it was wow. a... A different sort of scenery, but it was good to get on the back of the ute with him again. Tell us about opening training, boys. Every time you'd step out to the track down at HIA, thousands and thousands of people there. What's that do it's for a, you? It's AIA, by the a, way. Uh, AIA, excuse me. <laughs> HIA. That's what I've got. Um, yeah, tell us, what was that like for you? That whole build-up to it. Yeah, um, that was pretty bloody cool as well, I think, especially because the last couple of weeks were school holidays, so yep. we were able to have a big turnout. Um, heaps of food trucks, face painting, music. Um, Just I, I don't know what else is there to be honest. You know, because I couldn't see anything apart from people. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> um, but yeah, you could just see again what it means to a lot of people. A few families would we would hear just here and there they'd come from Perth, they'd come from Gold Coast, all over Australia wow. just to come watch us train because um, they'd be here at a time that we weren't actually playing. Um, yeah, and then what, I don't know what, was going, what else was going on. A fair bit. I, th I thought it's just every session we had someone there mm. uh, and, a, and a good amount. And then as the weeks went on, it, it grew and grew. And um, 2018, we, we had a good turnout. And I'd, it was all a blur that year. So I think this year just wanted to so soak it all in and enjoy what the, the fans were doing, what they were saying to us. And it was just overwhelming support for everyone. And yeah. um, yeah, it's what it's what even players who weren't playing should embrace, yeah. and and it, it doesn't happen often. No. So um, yeah, the support was amazing. Yeah. I think we um, on the Thursday, two days after the granny, there was actually a Collingwood fan that got married in the glass house, booked it out because right. um, we, we were able to have our families there to come watch us train and stuff. Um, we, they, they weren't allowed in the glass house where they normally are because it's yeah, someone was getting married. <laughs> I want to get married while we train, so <laughs> that's a pretty cool story. Yeah. Collingwood supporters too, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, tell us about match day, guys. Um, you did allude to it before, but breakfast, um, what was your routine? What did you go through? How did you sleep the night before for both you, you two? Uh, yeah, slept, slept good, the, the parade, because it was such a long day yep. and a hot day, it, it sort of tired you out to get a good sleep, okay. which, was, which was handy. Um, we hadn't actually played a, a two o'clock game for a while, so um, to get up and, and have your routine change mm. to to not really having all that much to eat because if you couldn't stomach it, it, it won't be good. But um, it was basically wake up and 
straight into getting there and, and doing our things. So there wasn't much time to think about it, which was good. Um, and yeah, it was, it was pretty natural, the, the build up. How did the day feel for you? Did it, did it feel drawn out? Did it, could you not wait? Or was it all it and just went about your normal business? Uh, no, it didn't feel drawn out. We, we went through it um, the day before or a couple of days before what the day would um, entail for us and how the, the pre-game starts with when we're allowed on the ground, do your thing, pre-game warm-up, and it, it flowed very smoothly from that. And, yeah, once you, you got out there, it was, it was game mode and, um, yeah, it, it all went, went smoothly, yeah, I'd yeah, say, good. yeah. Tell me about getting to the ground. How did, how did what was the arrangement there? Um, as in, oh, so I went in with Mickey and the kids, and then um, we couldn't actually park at the football club um, because there was a big event there. So for people who couldn't come to the game, obviously you sat on the oval, and watched it on a few screens around the oval. So yeah, got dropped off. Mickey went and parked under the MCG with the pass, and then um, yeah, got our footy boots or whatever, and we we. Uh, Normally walk over, but yep. we've um, been riding a couple of golf buggies the last couple of weeks. Right. Which is, which is nice. Um, fast track over there. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's literally how we got over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, tell me what it was like rocking up to the change rooms. When you walk into the change rooms, what's the atmosphere like for you? Specifically, I'm talking about you, bro. Uh, it, was, it was just normal. Okay. Um, Routine is to firstly grab the record and do spot the difference. So, yeah, right. um, got through it pretty quick, which was nice. We yeah. like to have a challenge of who could do it the quickest. Okay. Um, Will Hoskin Elliott's the, the best at it. Um, and then I think the, the, the awesome thing was like we're going to do our warm up and they were setting up the, the stage for, for Kiss. Yeah. So, um, I don't mind kissing myself, but uh, <laughs> I didn't get to didn't get to view them. I heard they were pretty good though. So, okay, yeah. yeah, all right. Tell us about um, you've come up the race. Uh, the, you know, you've done your little bit of a warm up. Uh, the national anthem's getting played. Let's jump straight to that. Tell us about that feeling. Tell us what the hairs on the back of your neck are doing. Yeah, sticking straight up. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, it's nice. It's it's a special moment. I think where you can kind of look around and actually soak in the environment and knowing where you are and what you've actually got to do. Mm. And what you're about to do, um, it's probably more so once the anthem finishes and then obviously there's 100,000 people just screaming their guts out. That's when the chills come and you get goosebumps. And wow. Just, yeah, run off, run back to our cheer squad and then um, do a couple of sprints and then we're straight into it. So yeah, you're ready to go. Um, no, better sound, no better sound to get you going than that. Wow. Everyone, yeah, everyone just smiles. You look around, yeah. you can see straight at the Brisbane players, they're doing the exact same, so... The feeling of when everyone just roars after that, uh, after the national anthem, is is a feeling that you you can't explain, and and it just makes you smile straight away. How it's, good's yeah, that? So you've, good. You've uh, you're lucky. Um, obviously, you play for one of the biggest clubs in the land, if not the biggest, mm. um, and you you get to play an Anzac Day, and and you know, obviously a grand final. Nothing surpasses it. I wanted to just ask, uh, share your emotions as raw as they may be. The final siren goes. I was, what'd you do? I mean, I've seen it on TV, but I want to know what happened in your head. <laughs> yeah, no, literally yell a few swear words and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hug your teammates, find another teammate, hug that one, another teammate over there, <laughs> hug him, just running around yelling. <laughs> That's why no one could talk for three yeah. days, because all the yelling we do on the field, but then afterwards it's just the... Yeah, the raw emotion of sprinting around to every person, giving them a cuddle, then your partners and their partners and God. their partners and family, and then the cuddling people till, I don't know, five in the morning, wherever I was going. <laughs> <laughs> it was just unreal feeling. Yeah the, yeah, the final side, we, we hold up little signs that say along's left and all you see is the 30 on the signs. So I remember I had to go into the back line and um, just managed to get one of the last kicks and boot it and I'm like surely that's it and then the siren went and I should have been up the forward line hugging the forward line players but I've turned around and I've seen Darcy Moore and <laughs> Braden Maynard so they were the first ones I went to um, and then by the time I was finished hugging them all the blokes that didn't play they managed to just 
leg it on the field. I've turned around and they're all jumping in my face. And, um, and then, yeah, after that, the partners were behind them. They, they were legging it out. So it was just, I, yeah, you could have jumped the fence and I, don't, I reckon the security guards would have let you go. There was that many people running out. So, um, and then it was just, it was, it was shock as well because it was such a close game. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I was worried that the last two minutes of the game that they were going to go score. So I'm sure everyone else was. I wasn't and worried. One, <laughs> Crispy wasn't worried. Yeah, and once it, it was a feeling as if you were dreaming and yeah. it was... Completely surreal. Yeah, because we've, we've suffered 2018 loss by... Um, four points or whatever it was and, and that was the other way around shows, yeah. so um yeah and it was just yeah are you dreaming it unbelievable was, it was amazing um there's highs and lows triumphs and disappointments with every grand final this year it was taylor adams johnny noble dan mcstay they all missed out plus nathan murphy who ruled himself out due to um, hia how has the group been getting around the boys during this period well yeah we've just been throwing our arms around them as mm. much as you can um there's a point where, though, it's it's too much for, yeah. for them because they understand the situation as well um, better than what we do and we do our best to support them. Yeah. And there's only so much you can do because, you know, they, they, they want to obviously be happy for their teammates as well, so they're doing their best to be around us but um, also give them their space to kind of reflect for on, sure. For sure. on an unfortunate circumstance for them. Um, and, and, again, there's always a hard luck story in football and, unfortunately, yeah. this year was for those three fellas. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we've got our list in such an amazing spot. We'll be challenging again next year. So there's a, their opportunity ready to go. Good. I don't want to harp on it. Just wanted to bring it up so that could happen. That was all. Um, let's talk about Norm Smith, Bobby Hill. How's the cool, calm, collectedness of the man? Four goals, two, 18 disposals, mark of the year contender, and all in a grand final. Unbelievable. He wanted so bad to get to Melbourne this trade period. It nearly didn't happen in 2021. He could have gone to the Bombers. I've spoken to him about that. He said, thank God I didn't. Um, sliding door moments, and he is now a premiership player and a Norma Smith medalist to boot. A worthy winner of the Norma Smith, selfless as well, even passing one off to Pendles, adding to a score involvement to, to the tally, which gave Scott his first um, goal in the grand final as well, which was pretty awesome. Um, speaking of Pendles, how was his last quarter? Unbelievable, his professionalism. His composure, his depth touch, sublime skills and willing, willingness to complete a complete team man. That last quarter, everyone's spoken about it. Coaches, media, players, everybody. Um, tell us, you're out there, you're seeing it. What are you seeing? It's All of just, what a, just said? A, a bloke that's done it for... 370 odd games maybe could be wrong um, and uh, it's when the last quarter is when you need some a leader to stand up and, and do his thing and he did his thing and um, with Bobby Hill he was he's an electric player and he, he uh, I said to him all final series that he's a, a finals player and he um, yeah he showed it and won us the game uh, and it couldn't go to a more deserving bloke. He had his um, midway through the year where he thought he may get dropped. Um, and, yeah, to see him bounce back. And he's a tough matchup to, to be on. And he tore apart Stasevich, um, sat on his head. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I, he, yeah, he won us the game and deservingly won the Norm Smith. Um, what he's been through, testicular cancer. Um, he wanted to, as I said, get to, to to Melbourne to play at a Melbourne club. He got his probably a wish that you couldn't couldn't get any better to come and play at Collingwood. Um, and then he gets to play in the grand final, and then he turns it on the way that he does. What do you um, you get first hand? Where were you when you saw him take that mark? Uh, the hanger on. Mm. I was sliding to cover him on the wing. So yeah. I was I was about ten metres away. Yeah. I was calling for it. They bypassed me. I was going to get front and centre if he dropped it. How nice is that? <laughs> so I had a good view, yeah. Yeah, excellent view, absolutely. Um, I wanted to talk about the fly. A lot has spoken about fly. His coaching style is interviewing style um, at presses, but something away from the footy side of things is Craig McRae, the family man, and how he is um, coming down to 
create basically a family atmosphere at the club. I heard Pendles say it's a bit like a crèche down there sometimes with all the kids. How important is that for you and for your well-being, especially with you, Jack, a father of two and a third bub on the way? I think it's extremely important and you can see the value um, it's brought to us as a football club. It probably has helped fast-track a lot of things okay. that um, we're trying to do. Um, he put six pillars up on what we want to be as a football club, but number one is family first. Um, so he's a really heavy driver of that. So it doesn't matter if I don't know, you've got something on at home and you need to bring the kids in, no matter what it is, you can always bring them in. People will always be able to help you out, even when the boys are training. Um, so families are always welcome in. Um, and I think since um, his wife has been so um, welcoming as well with all the partners... Um, she's made a big difference as well in terms of getting to know them, what they're about, and who like, wants to know, actually know about them. Um, so Michaela's had nothing but fantastic things to wow. say. Um, and I think all the other partners and families would be the same. Yeah. They've been included in so many functions and events um, and social settings that we've been able to put on. Um, so it's bringing the whole club together. Okay. Um, so it's not just one professional environment. So it feels like, it can feel like a real home country club as well where everyone's involved. Yep. Kids running around, family, friends, everyone you need, all your loved ones are there um, being a part of what we're creating. So, and again, they're all there on Saturday to witness us win, um, which made it all more special for everyone involved. Wow, that's brilliantly said. Love it. Um, how amazing was it for, for the coach to come out and say moments before a grand final, my wife just gave birth at 7.45 this morning, considering, as he has said, and he stipulates, um, myself and my wife, we are very private people. Then he goes and announces it on the big stage to the worldwide audience. Gold. Um, tell us a little bit about your thoughts uh, when you're in the room and you've heard that. We've all seen the footage, you know, the waving and everyone. You, you like, fell back and you were laughing that hard. Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. It, what, did, what was it like just that, to be told that and then you just automatically feel so much love for him but you're about to go out and play a grand final? Does it? You tell me about the emotion. Yeah, well, Flyers pre-game, there's always a gag to start off with okay. and uh, I think we, we look forward to it every week on, on what it will be and um, I think we're all waiting for it and then... He's uh, announced it. First, he said he had a baby boy, and I think that's why Crispy was falling back laughing because we've looked at him, and then he, he's like, it's put Maggie McRae up, and then we're like, oh, is it a boy or a girl? And then, uh, well, and then he, he um, yeah, he, he uh, helped. He said it was a, a girl at the end, but um, just to clarify, it was uh, yeah, it was just awesome and. And we, we feed off that energy yeah. and he, yeah, he was over the moon and he couldn't stop smiling. And Beautiful sound. Yeah, it was better than any gag he's ever told uh, <laughs> before the game. You're a dad, two girls, third one on the way. When you heard that news, did, did it just lift your spirits to take you to that? that yeah, 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 it was bloody special. Like, I know um, he was being private throughout the whole year because he didn't want anything to be about his wife because the whole time she was due on grand final day. Yep. Um, and I think you have a 3% chance on your actual due date, and that's what she was um, born on, which is so amazing. Wow. But, um, yeah, my wife was always in contact with Gab okay. as well because, like, we're due the same time and they had a lot to talk about in regards sure. to it all. Um, but on the parade day, she missed the bus over to where we are going to start from, I think. Okay. So she ended up having a walk, and then Fly and I were joking about how she'd probably go on a labour from walking in the heat. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, but then I think she got a, felt a bit crook. Friday afternoon. Oh, no. So Fly was saying he, um, he... So he took Charlie's other daughter up to bed, um, went to sleep early, um, and then woke up at 6.15 or whatever it was from a phone call saying, you've got to get to the hospital, like, you're about to have a baby. <laughs> so he's just like, holy crap, she's let me sleep through the whole night. She's, <laughs> she's gone off to the hospital with her sister. How's and then, that? Yeah, all night being there. And then he's just going in to deliver a baby. And then um, he brought his Collingwood stuff in and he reckons he bought two right shoes. So he's just like in a rush getting out of the house. <laughs> so he's real tired. Um, but, yeah, what an amazing story, huh? That is just absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Um, Jack, uh, you're, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about you. You just had the last word then. But, Jack, you are, uh, have proven to be an elite player during the finals. I've had you on before and I've asked you, I've asked the question to you before, I've said, are you a big game player or do you rise to the occasion or do you just go out there and play your trade? Your answer previously, I like to just go out there and play my trade. 
right? Yeah. But, but you can also know when a big occasion comes around and you rise to that level. Um, they've been your words previously. Do you feel that that's exactly what happened for you on grand final day this year? Pretty much. I feel like I prepare myself to play the best I can every week. Um, and my role changes on different occasions, depending on what happens. But I, f I feel like I'm a bloke that will never give up. Yep. Um, and that's how I kind of play. It doesn't matter what the situation is. Um, so I'll, I'll always have like a real crack. And whether I'm chasing, tackling, running, offensively, def defensively, I'll... I'll do anything as hard as I can Yeah, for the whole game, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I just wanted to allude to the fact, let's talk about his stats, OK? Because, mate, 25 disposals, seven marks, and a couple of those were intercept as well, and two goals in the grand final. Ladies and gentlemen, Jack Chris. Wow. Yeah. I wanted to say that the, the last thing that I wrote down here, mate, was you gave it your all and you left it all out there. You'd say the same? Yes, yeah, I was cramping my calves, hammies, groins at the yeah. end there, yeah. The whole kit and caboodle. You yeah, gave it all. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I said off the top in your intro that you've played 226 games. 214 of those have now been consecutive. Is that that's correct, correct, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, hey, Brisbane, you can keep your bloody steak knives. <laughs> I'm going to make my own steak knives soon. So yeah, right. Limited edition ones. They're, they're going to be really good, really yeah, sharp. Yeah, good, good. Um, tell us, was there any part of your own personal victory that had a touch of redemption about it? Oh, well, I just think, I said it to a few people, just how fitting the situation was to play my old team and the granny to, to, be, to win and beat them and win my first flag. I just thought that was a bloody bit of a full circle <laughs> moment. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. I love it, mate. Hence the reason I wanted to bring it up. Uh, now, Brody, the journeyman, uh, we too have discussed your time alone in the past, in the past um, your journey to get here. Um, to surmise, you started at Burnie, played at the Dockers, moved to Melbourne to take up footy at Williamstown. Uh, you nearly went to North Melbourne, thank God you didn't, um, over, to, over to Port Melbourne until finally landing at Collingwood. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I want to talk about. You have now been Collingwood's leading goal kicker five times and now you've topped... Maya check. Um, yeah, there you go. And now you've topped all of that with the ultimate success. You are now a premiership player at the Collingwood Football Club. How the bloody hell does that feel, mate? Well, I've already said it. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, I just want to talk the, about that, that journey part. Yeah. The, Everything the, you've been through to get to here. Yeah, the journey and I've reflected on it the last few days. And, okay. Um, it is amazing and you, you doubt yourself uh, over the journey of if you're any good to, yeah. to make it and then even when you make it you, you still have those doubts okay. if you can stay in the team and, and keep going and to, to be the leading goal kicker and um, five times yeah five and um, <laughs> and with that it's, it's, it's about trying to get better every year and I feel I have and I'm getting more goals each year than I did the previous ones so um the, the motivation for me is to keep going with that, that trend and, and still work just as hard even now that I've, I've got a premiership. So, um, yeah, I'm proud of, of what I've done and, and there's a lot of, lot of greats at, at Collingwood that have had, um, yeah, five-time goal-kicking and it's, it's hard to think that I'm up there and I, I don't feel like I'm that high up yeah. but um yeah I, I just yeah try and get better every year and and try and play my role and um yeah with with fly there he he keeps it simple and yeah. i feel i help the other blokes in the four line play their part too so yeah. I'm, I'm proud of not only what i do but what they do as well you just reminded me about um, the forward line what's the uh this one with you and bobby I don't know. Like... I think he's got a handshake with everyone, and I don't know where that come from, but <laughs> it was just on the phone or something. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's it stuck, and um, I love it with him. And yeah. and um, yeah, we've used it a bit over the last five days. So um, yeah, just... we have we have fun with it, and our forward line's a pretty fun group. Love it, mate. Well said. Well said. Okay, it's your time from here, boys. Uh, you had Mad Monday. Um, this week, special guest appearance from the Peaky Blinders. You had a jockey turn up. You had uh, Ewan McGregor. Uh, he went into the octagon, from what I could see. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, he blinged. And Tex the Rex uh, made an appearance. Who was best on ground for the day and who lasted the longest, or are we not allowed to ask? 
I don't know about the longest. We a few <laughs> blokes out there. We yes. sort of split, we sort of split up, and then you yeah. you you hear about stories the next day of, of what what the boys did. So um, I don't know who who was the best son. Maybe me. <laughs> <laughs> Take uh, it, mate. I, yeah, I, not to like. I still like to be pretty humble, but um, <laughs> over the last last weekend, I, I put in a good. I don't do it often, so I might as well uh, have fun. a crack. So, good on you, mate. Um, I think a lot of boys were still a bit knackered from the Saturday and Sunday, because okay. um, we had a big Sunday club day, club yeah. family day yeah. as well. So. There's a few guys that are real tired from the first two nights. Yeah. Um, I know yeah. I was. I think I yeah. s- ended up sleeping from seven till seven the night before, and I wow. still felt absolute crap the next. <laughs> a lot of um, <laughs> a lot of the kits are really good. I mean, mm. when did St- I think Steel midway through the week said we're going to the Sporting Globe and and dress up? And the last thing I want to think about while preparing for such a big game is what I'm going to wear on Monday. So <laughs> I, I just I text my brother the day of and I was like, have you got anything? I just need something. <laughs> and I found, I found these purple shorts and a Nicolas Cage top. So if I have my time was, again... He was worse I, dressed. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think the, the boys that dressed up in the, the kits that you said really... Yeah, really did well with yeah. um, what little time they had. Yeah, good I like, idea, my, I like my kit. What was your kit? I was Jackie Moon oh. from Semi Pro. <laughs> I've been carrying around that kit for eight years. <laughs> <laughs> Finally got it out. Yeah, yeah well I've done. always had themes. Yeah. No, no theme this year, so I could wear it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> All right, what's next, boys? Time away. New bub on the way for you, obviously. Um, time away for you, Broach? So. Yeah, I'm heading to Tassie with my partner. Okay. Um, we're taking the car and just... Doing the East Coast and um, spending a little time there. Other, other than that, not much else. I said if we won, I'd treat myself to a trip to Bali, but I don't know if that was just the, the beers talking. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm coming to terms if I should actually do that. So, okay, yeah. all right, all right, keep debating. Um, I'm not going anywhere. No. Um, won't be allowed to go anywhere with a newborn baby. <laughs> That's probably more the point. But I'd like to go to Bali with Brody. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so come with me. Yeah, look out. I just need some help convincing the wife. Yeah, right. Uh, well, whatever it is, boys, relax, soak it all up, enjoy, um, be safe, whatever you get up to. Come back refreshed, obviously. Uh, get ready for another preseason and get ready to do it all over again. All right? Please put your hands together for the boys on their premiership win. Oh.